Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Walters. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. It's a Friday here in the Six Hour Studios on the Daniel Defense Powerful and Platinum Microphone. It's all being brought to you today and every day by X Insurance. We are taping the program for you today so we can give our guests a start on the holiday weekend. I think you can appreciate that. And joining us today, our regular Friday edition, Paul Markle, student of the gun. You are the final guest of the Daily Defense for the year, Paul. Welcome in, brother. Well, well, that not that the way it should be? It is the way it should be. That's why we're doing it the way we're doing it. If I could think of nobody better, you know, you've been with us on Fridays now for quite some time, and we appreciate it very much. Fan favorite for a reason, by the way. So I don't have a lot planned, and I, I am taping up the Sunday show as well, and I'm doing the same thing. I'm going to handle you the same way. Because it's year-end, just like I did with Andy Hoosier yesterday as a, as a regular guest. Let's just reflect back. It's you and I sitting at a table at the media room at the Shooting, Hunting, and Outdoor Trade Show, having a conversation, reflecting back on 2023. Let's start from there. Paul, what was the biggest story of the year in your book? Oh, man. I know, man. right? <laughs> Loaded question. It really is. You think back and go, good heavens, i got to look back at the year right now. Let's try it. Let's do it. Well, actually, I think the biggest story of the year 2023 was our side, the I told you so. And and we had to look out and, and do an inventory of our relatives, of our friends, of our coworkers, and figure out who was contrite and who got it, and then who have we lost, who's gone. Uh, I'll give you a great example. The, the week before Christmas, my wife drug me out to a grocery store. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I went in there, and there were people – walking around with masks on their faces. Yeah, yeah. And we have to see, you're like, oh, who cares, Paul? Let people do whatever they want. No, that's that's brainwashing. That That is a sign of somebody who has been, they've been mentally compromised. They've been compromised mentally. And so the year 2023 wait, wait, wait. gave hold us up, a, hold up, hold up. Let me stop you. Could it be that they were already mentally compromised prior to? That's, that is the, that is their, um, whether it's the, it's, that's their Jewish star. That's their yellow star, uh, on their, uh, sewn onto their, onto their tunic. Uh, or that is the indicator that this person has been compromised. And you're like, Oh, come on, Paul, the, the Jews didn't, they were forced to I'm like, yeah, I, I get that. Uh, but 
when you look at these, you know, the year 2023 was the year we had to figure out, okay, who is, is on the side of, of Liberty, not on the side of guns and not on the side of shooting sports, but who's on the side of Liberty and who is more concerned with Liberty than safety. You know, going back to the Franklin quote, you know, liberty is more important than safety. And uh, that's that's where we are right now. You know, you either have friends, family, coworkers who will admit I was duped. You know, I fell for the – now, a lot of us never fell for anything. I never – you know, right. I probably can say that I never fell for it for more from day one. I right. knew it was Agreed. a scam from the very beginning. You know, we talked about it. We're like, if, if this is really a deadly pandemic and the whole world's going to die, why are the airports open? You know, mm-hmm. March of, of 2020, you could get on an airplane in New York City, which was supposedly ground zero for COVID and fly anywhere in the country. So just based on that right there, we know it was a lie. We know it was a scam. We, we know that it was a setup. And so we have to examine our world right now and say, okay, uh, who learned their lesson? You know, that's the slow learner syndrome. Who learned their lesson? And who is not, you know, it's like Pete Townsend said, uh, won't get fooled again. Great tune, by the way. Will you get, yeah, will you get fooled again? Well, you know, that's, I, I, I think what, ladies and gentlemen, if I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess, and I think I'm gonna be right. Paul, you're setting up the remaining three segments by laying that foundation going forward. Who, who, who have we lost? Who gets it? And going forward, how do we move? Can we even move those people that we've lost or are they lost? So as we continue the conversation going forward now, who's on the side of liberty, right? That's the basis, I yep. think, as, as we move into the into the, the further discussion here. Wow. And, you know, I hadn't thought about it that way. It's interesting you mentioned that because just yesterday at the grocery store, I saw a guy in a parking lot get in his car and put a mask on in his car by himself to drive home or wherever he was going. And I thought, my God, it worked. I mean, some of these yeah, people are they're still out there, and it is frightening. Oh, yeah. It's the rape of the mind. You know, we, we haven't talked about it in a while, but anybody out there listening – I, I, I highly recommend, if you want to understand human psychology, if you want to understand the psychology of evil and tyranny, go read the book, The Rape of the Mind by Yus Mirlu. Uh, just type in Rape of the Mind book and you'll find it. And it, it based, this dude, he wrote that in 58. Wow. And, and you, you open that up, read the first two chapters, uh, first three chapters, and you're like, yeah, that is the story of the COVID pandemic. That is the story of the greatest scam that we've ever encountered as a nation. And, and it's just step-by-step. Step. It's like, this is what you need to do to brainwash the people. Now let's take and, those, uh, let's take those brainwashed people now because it is those brainwashed people that fall for the gun control scam. Those are, you know, we played that clip of stupid lady, you know, recall back a, a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. you know, oh, there are actually people who think that it's OK to kill some kill an intruder in your home. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. OK, those those I get, you know, that's the mask wearer. 
Those are the people who fall oh, yeah. for this stuff. And the gun grabber crew is right in line with that. And, you know, you, you talk about who's on the side of liberty. Show me one gun controller, Paul, that's on the side of liberty. Can you do that? You can't. They'll, they they might say they are, but it's a lie. So they're it's, one and the it's, same. It's, they're, it's disingenuous. You know, you, you can't say that the government needs to take more control and then say, I love freedom and America and freedom and freedom, blah, 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 blah. You know, these all these people who want the people of Israel, the people of Ukraine, the people of whatever, pick a country. They're like, they need to be free. Really? Because you don't support freedom and liberty right here in the United States of America. You're worried about the people of Ukraine being free, but you think the United States government should be able to dictate how you live from cradle to grave? Yeah, that's the, that's, that depends on the definition of freedom, doesn't it? It depends on how a person defines freedom. There are actually people in this country, and I feel very sad for them, who believe that freedom means the government will do these things for me. To them, that's freedom instead of, you know, let me put it this way. Those are the folks that were walking around the cities on the East Coast in their top hats while the rest of the country was moving west. OK, those are not pioneers. Right. Those are not risk takers. Those are people that will sit back on their laurels and say, oh, I'm happy. Everything's good the way it is. The government's taking care of me. Meanwhile, you had real men and women on wagon trains heading west who want the government off their back, who want to stake their claim. Isn't that what America's all about? America, this country is based on rebellion. This country is based on the idea that I don't want the government to even know my first name. They have no business. I don't care about them. And, you know, keep the borders safe. And that's it. You know, that's it. You know, uh, what we and when it comes to liberty versus freedom, we've talked about this for years. We, we as Americans, we love to th- throw the word freedom around, but do we really understand what that is? Liberty is the ability to make a choice, and then freedom is the result of making good choices, ah, making well the said. correct choice. Well said. People right. always ask, you know, what's the difference or define liberty and freedom? And I think you just did it. You did it in a well-articulated way that people can understand that. Freedom is the end result of your of good choices. Of and, good if you, choices. and if you make bad choices, you don't end up with freedom. Our you American know, Radio's look, daily look, defense look. is going to continue. Paul, hold on. I, I hate to I hate to stop you, but we're up against a hard break. When we come back, we continue the conversation with the great Paul Markle, studentofthegun.com. By the way, you can visit SOTGU, SOTGU, Student of the Gun University. That is SOTGU for some great training information. Find out where to take a class with Paul and also at studentofthegun.com. You'll find all of his books. We'll be back right after this with Paul Markle, Student of the Gun. Don't go away.
Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues Friday edition. I'm going to say Happy New Year to you. This is the last show, last daily show until next year. We're talking with Paul Markle, student of the gun here at AAR Ranch. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom in these six-hour studios on the Daniel Defense mic. X-Insurance presents it all. Paul Markle, Paul, Paul, I'll get it out, Paul. Paul Markle, student of the gun. Welcome back, brother. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, those hard yeah, breaks. You know, uh, well, we're going into uh, another. Here we are. Four years later, we're going into another election cycle, another presidential election cycle. And what we need to ask ourselves is, you know, what, what did we just talk about in the very beginning? Who learned their lesson? Did we learn a lesson or did we not? You know, who, who won't, will we, can we say we won't get fooled again? And, uh, you know, all the, the thing with the, we talked about, I think last time we were on the radio about, uh, uh, Colorado taking Trump off the ballot. Um, and I said, I said, well, then they just, they just forfeited their electoral votes. Um, that's how we have to, that's how we have to look at it. And, and it go, it comes back to Liberty. You know, if people Liberty is, it's like, it's free will. You know, it goes back to, to day one, you know, Genesis chapter one, it's free will. And if we don't, and you have either have free will or you don't, people are like, Oh yeah, we have freedom. We have freedoms. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, they're, they're, libraries full of laws and restrictions that are not malum uh, pro inse, you know, moral wrongs, but malum prohibitum. And when we talked about gun control before, you said gun control, we have to accept this. We have to understand this has nothing to do with the object itself. Gun control is mental control. Yeah. It's a, because it when is you the ultimate someone, form of control. It is when you get someone to sign on to the idea that only the government should have guns you're, they're not admitting that the object in and of itself is evil. It's the object in and of itself is bad if it's in the hands of the peasants. But if it's in the hands of the state, it's okay. And that right there, my friends, that is the ultimate form of brainwashing. You know, let me, you say that, let me phrase it this yeah. way, Paul. Let's think about this philosophically, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about gun control in a philosophical sense. Think about this. Imagine sitting in a room with an individual signing away your right to self-defense, literally, willfully disarming yourself. Who would do that? Think about that. Who would give that up? Who would give up their right to defend their very lives to the person, man or woman, sitting across the table that tells you they represent the government? Because that is what gun control is on a very micro level, one-on-one. But that's exactly what it comes it, down to. And it's also, it's, it's an affront to our creator. It's saying that my life is not valuable enough for me to oh, defend. Well said. Yeah, I'm going to trust it's it not, to you. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, and then when they, when they fail, when the state fails, as the state always does, the state has a history of failure. And when they fail and you come back and you try and get some recompense, you say, hey, you failed. Now you need to pay the price. They say to you, oh, no, 
uh, we've got to look at this. We have a ruling right here. I said there are several rulings, but the big one, uh, the Supreme Court says that it's okay for us to fail. What we can do is we can disarm you, tell you that you're not allowed. You can't defend yourself because we're here. And then when we fail to defend you, we're held harmless. So you, I mean, that is the ultimate form of, of brainwashing. When you can, conv- when you can sit down, if you could sit down with a person, see, that's the thing. When, when we're talking about these people that have already been brainwashed, they won't sit quietly and listen to what you have to say. No. Because no. if you were to explain to them, you say, okay, you believe in gun control because we have 911 and we have the police and that's why they're there. Yep. That's exactly it. Okay. Well, how do you feel about the Supreme Court's decision? How do you feel about the, the states? You know, you could go in you go to New York State Supreme Court. Yeah, you, could, you could throw a bunch of them at them. How do you feel about the fact that they said that the police have no constitutional requirement or duty whatsoever to protect you as an individual? And literally, not figuratively, the, you could call 911. The police could drive by your house. Think, say, eh, it looks good to me, and drive away, and there's nothing you can do about it. That's right. How do you feel about that? You know, I got. Well, let me let me take you back uh, because you. I, I take that nine one one call. I get this theater of the mind playing in my head. I'm vision envision this police cruiser driving by the house, and I'm the one that needs help because I've been disarmed, and there's someone in my home. And the cops drive by, and they don't see any commotion outside, and they think that's oh, okay. All of a sudden, I realize I've made a mistake. I sure wish I had a means to defend myself. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've given up that right, do you think you'll ever get it back? Do you think the government will say, oh, you, you want your guns back? Okay, here. Paul. Yeah, where, where do we go to get our liberty back? You can't. And the danger is incredible. I, I, it, is, it is shocking to me that more people don't understand that or don't view it in that sense. And, and that goes back to the the great the this campaign that's that goes back. We're going back about a hundred years. This campaign to convince the American people, and it's been tough. You know, it's been a difficult road for those guys because you know Americans by our you know our founding, our, our you know our, our ancestors truly believed that they had the right to defend themselves and their property and no one could take that away. And so it's taken a hundred years of hardcore brainwashing to convince people. And you see where it happens. And they figured this out a long time ago. You pile people on top of each other in cities and the closer they are and the more crowded they are, the more likely they are to look to the government as their day-to-day savior. Uh, you know, by design, uh, it's by design, ladies and yes, gentlemen. He, Paul's laying it out. It is absolutely by design, and I, I've got a follow up question for you. But I want you to continue that thought. I had to jump in there because it truly is by design, folks. Yeah, look, look at our, you know, like we said, there's no such thing as a blue state. There's only blue cities. You have these these major metropolitan areas that poison. They're like cancerous tumors on the states. Illinois, New York, you know, Pennsylvania, you name it. They're literally like cancerous tumors. And they figured out, you know, look, look at the, look at your, your election cycles. Do you, do you think that the person who's running for president is going to 
you know, deliberate unless they want to, you know, they're going to do a photo op, but they're not going to go to a 10,000 person city because they don't need that city. All they need, and they figured this out. I mean, there are people who sit and professionally go through the maps and they're like, okay, we need to win the boroughs, and we got that state. We need to win Cook County, we got that state. We need to win Denver, we got that state. Hey, Paul, hold, know, that, hold that thought, That's brother. it. Hold that thought because we're going to take a break. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, they've spent billions of dollars figuring this out. <laughs> okay? It's all by design. We'll be back in just a few minutes, four minutes actually, after this next break, on the flip side of the break, with the great Paul Markle, student of the gun. We are going to continue the conversation, have some more questions for Paul. And we'll be back. Don't go away. Back to Armed American Radio's Daily Defense with Mark Walters. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues here in Georgia at the AAR Ranch. Six-hour studios. Daniel Defense, Mike lit up for you. X-Insurance presenting it all. The final Daily Defense show of 2023. My gosh, time flies right by. Couldn't think of a better way to kick it off. Paul Markle, student of the gun. Paul, welcome back, my friend. You know, you're talking about the, you know, this by design. And and uh, I, I mentioned in the, in the previous segment as we went to a break that, you know, they've spent billions of dollars figuring this out. So when we say, ladies and gentlemen, that they're in this for the long game, Paul, I think you just said a hundred years. I'd go far oh, back yeah. and say 200 years, you know? Yeah. You know, go, this going is the back long to game. the, yeah, it, well, and we can go back to the, the era, the, the post, the reconstruction era. Sure. Post civil war when they started, uh, you know, the, this, um, you can't carry a gun in town or, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and, and I really don't know how, how prevalent that was and how much it's been, been populated or, or made popular by the movies. But the fact of the matter is, is when they started shoving people into these, in the, you know, the reconstructionist era, when they started shoving people into cities and then, and that is when, I mean, that is where we got the gun control movement from in the United States of America was by shoving people into these metropolitan areas, whether it was Chicago or New York or Philadelphia or whatever, because, well, now we have, and this, I've, I've been thinking about this for a long time. You know, I was a police officer yeah. for two decades and I would never go back in this current era and do it, but Think about that law in and of itself is frightening, ladies and gentlemen, to hear that. Yeah. Twenty years in law enforcement, and you wouldn't go back. That's that's a whole nother oh, radio I wouldn't show. Go back for that's a, nickel, a whole another radio show right now. But I, I did want to oh, point yeah. that out. That is very scary, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, go ahead, Paul. It's frightening stuff. So what they did? Let, let's you know, take the five boroughs. Let's take New York City. So what they did? You know, they they said okay. They told the people, you are not responsible for your own self defense that we have a police department and the police, the, the representatives of the state, they can have the guns, they can carry the guns, but you can't. And that, and that spread like a cancer all across the country. And for a while there, people just, what they just accepted it, you know, like, well, okay. You know, if we're going to live in a, 
you know, it's, and that it, that was the great poison to convince people that they were no longer responsible for the, the very, probably the most important thing uh, that you can do is defend yourself and your family. And what is more important than actually defending your family and your own life? Nothing. Nothing. I, look, Nothing. I, I've asked you this question. Listeners, I've asked you this question. What man possesses no means to defend his family? What type of person would choose to possess nothing to defend himself and his family? I've never understood that ever. I never will understand that. And I've talked to too many people who felt that way and then wished they had a means to defend themselves. I've written two books about it, Paul. You've written gobs of books. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah. So uh, let, no. let me take this back the, to the me, victim of a crime rarely says, I boy, I'm glad I was disarmed. Yeah. Let me take this back to yeah, that's absolutely correct. Let me take this back to gun control. Uh, the by design. And I do want to mention, you said the movies, you were talking about the movies. And that reminded me of Tombstone when Virgil Earp, the character of Virgil mm-hmm. in the movie, said when they, because a lot of people, the left will say, oh, yeah, oh, you're Wild West. Yeah, well, all the Wild West was gun controlled. It was an utter failure, ladies and gentlemen. It was a, the first early visible failure of gun control was when it was attempted in the Wild West. In the movie Tombstone, many of you may remember Virgil Earp saying when he put the sign up in town, Nobody's saying you can't own a gun. Nobody's saying you can't carry a gun. We're just saying you can't carry a gun in town. It was a huge failure and a myth that the left likes to throw at you, so don't fall for it. But gun controllers, let's go back to this by design. What I understand, and listeners, you understand, Paul, you understand, the government's desire to disarm me because they want total control and power over me. Period. They do not have control of me and they do not have that ultimate power over me as long as I possess the means to defend myself from them should they come knocking. And ladies and gentlemen, that is why they want your guns. Make no mistake. But what is it that floats the boat of, oh, I don't know, let's pick on a Shannon Watts or let's pick on a David Hogg because they're easy to pick on who don't have a governmental interest, but they're individual citizens. Where does it come from with them? Does Shannon Watts feel she's got power over me or is she just a useful idiot to the state who's got her duped, brainwashed and tricked? No, she's she's uh, Nanny Bloomberg's favorite call girl. You know, um, they'll, they'll do and say anything for money. Uh, that's it's as simple as that. And they're 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 evil uh, because their their end goal is to convince people to be helpless. And they I, I don't know if, if they even care how many you know people they would cause to you know become victims with their with their mental brainwashing with their reasonableness brainwashing uh but they're they're just they're they're evil they're malevolent they're they're prostitutes they're the worst type of people they they will say whatever they feel they need to say to make money okay yeah shannon watts maybe no doubt obviously david hogg no doubt because i get the when this is over when the day is over, it's all about the Benjamins in reality when it comes to the gun grabbers anyway, to these people without the government interest. She's not an elected official. David Hogg is not an elected official. So that no. where does that drive? It, it has to come from within that desire of another human being. 
to invoke whatever it is inside them upon you. And I'd like to, you know, really it's misery, right? I think misery loves company. These are just miserable people who hate you and hate your freedom enough that they will try to take it from you without a government interest. They just do it because they want to do it. Liberals, leftists, socialists, whatever whatever you want to call them, um, at their very core, they're bullies. And we've demonstrated this innumerable times. Sure. You know, whether, whether we talk about food consumption or alcohol consumption or tobacco consumption or owning guns or whatever, they can't make a, 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 a point. They can't make the argument against it. So you have to be forced. See, that is their, their side is you cannot, we can't let you decide for yourself. You have to be forced to do what they consider is the right thing. You know, we can't convince you with our facts and logic and so forth that you shouldn't own a gun. So we're going to ban it. We're going to force it. We're going to, you know, we're going to have the state come up with another plan to disarm you because you can't. And the, the main thing is they know they're losing. That's why they have to. They they know they've lost the argument. We talked about this about a month ago with the uh, when, when was it NBC or CBS it was one of the outlets that had to admit um, that over 52 percent of American gun or households are gun owning. I, I believe when we talked about that, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was an NBC report that we covered. And, you know, they were they they had they choked on it when they wrote it and when they talked. Oh, about yeah. It. They, I, I love shocked. they stated a shocking <laughs> Right. And, 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 it, and, you know, we all pretty much agreed that if, if they're coming up with a number 52, it's probably closer Far to 60 higher. or 70. Yeah. Because if, if they called me on the phone and they said, could we ask you about your, you know, whether you own guns and blah, sure. blah, blah, you you're can like, ask. goodbye. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You can ask. Yeah. Don't, don't you mind can ask all you want. The answer is have a great your day. Business. <laughs> have a great day. We're getting ready to take another break. Final break of 2023, by the way, Paul. Can you believe it? And you're here with us. I love it. Happy New Year, ladies and gentlemen. Your weekend's about to kick off. So is mine. It's Friday. And we'll be back. One more segment with Paul Markle, student of the gun. Make sure to visit SOTGU, student of the gun university.com or student of the gun.com and check out all of Paul's books on Amazon. We'll be back. One more segment with Paul Markle. segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues round four for the Friday. Good heavens, the year is already coming to a close. It is remarkable. Time just definitely flies. And I, I have the benefit, Paul Markle, student of the gun, of knowing what's coming up on the Sunday show because I taped Mr. Gottlieb earlier yesterday. I think probably the two funnest segments I've ever done with Alan. I was actually laughing and had to had to mute my mic. It was so fun to listen to him put the gun grabbers in their place. But I had the benefit 
of knowing what Paul, what some of uh, what some of them said. Reflections are a lot of what you're talking about right now. Paul, welcome back in. Let's continue the conversation. So where do we go from here? Well, that's my question for you. Where do we go yeah. from here? Let's talk 2024. Where do we go from here? What do you foresee? This is going to be a very tumultuous and very volatile year in American history, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely it will because they, you know, they, they figured out when they lost the 2020 16 election, the, when I, the communists, the left, the, the deep state, whatever you want to call them, when they lost that, they went into freak out mode. Because I truly, I truly believe that oh, wait, they, they felt won. that they they had it. Oh yeah, read Hillary's <laughs> book. Um, but uh, yeah, when they lost that election, and I I knew I knew it was going to be a landslide. I, I stood for forty five minutes in the rain, in like not a hard rain, but just like drizzle, to get into my polling place. I stood in line, and when Americans will stand in line in the rain to vote. They're not voting for Democrats because Democrats are lazy. Yeah, that's, that's they are. And, uh, well, I knew when I, I talked to some friends in there, dude, they said, they said, dude, I've never seen so many people at the polls. And I knew that that vote that always votes well for that means those people want to vote. And people say in 2020, they're like, Oh, we're, you know, uh, we're 2022. People said, Oh man, Americans are angry. They're going to go out. I said, they were angry in 2020. Americans were angry in November of 2020 and we lost anyway because we allowed them to take the election from us. And when it comes to this, you know, um, pulling Trump off the ballot, you know, we, we, the, the courts in Michigan said, told the communists that they could not take him off the ballot in Michigan, which I think was interesting, but let's go ahead and, and face facts on the ballot or not. What makes you think that they're going to do anything differently in 2024 than they did in 2020? You right, think well, that they like have had a come to Jesus moment and they're like, you know what? We were, we shouldn't have lied. We shouldn't have, you know, we shouldn't have done what we did. We're going to, we're going to honor the, the wishes of the people. They're not about honoring the wishes of the people and they figured out how to rig the game and they're never going back. No, believing that would be like believing that the media is going to start telling you the truth tomorrow, which is never going to happen. Okay. They're going to up their game in 2024. Let's start talking about some of the quiet part out loud. Again, I have the benefit of knowing what some of my other guests are going to say on the Sunday program and I, I want to take you in this direction. Paul, uh, let's go there. Let's say the quiet part out loud. You anticipate violence leading up to, during, or after the 2024 elections? If, if so, how would it if manifest the, if, itself? If, if the Democrats believe that it will benefit them, if the state believes it will benefit them, then yes. We've seen that they orchestrate violence in the cities. They orchestrated the violence of the in the summer of 2020. And we just let him get away with it. That's the thing is we didn't hold anyone responsible for that. Remember the, the, the news reports that uh, on the internet, the internet news reports where uh, these pallets of rocks, of gardening rocks yeah, and just bricks show up. Yeah, just show, up. show up on street corners. Hey, Paul, I was in the transportation they were, they were field for 20 some uh, years. Uh, yeah. Okay. I know what it takes to get a pallet delivered somewhere. I know the logistics that go into that decision. Somebody has to order it. Somebody has to put it in the pipeline. Somebody's got to create a bill of lading. Somebody's got to put it on a truck. Somebody's got to agree to accept it. And then it's got to be delivered and signed for. 
It didn't just show up, ladies and gentlemen. Paul, yeah, things of that nature, and 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 we're just supposed to. People are I don't know. Go down the memory hole and forget about that. Who has been held responsible? Nobody. Who, who was responsible for for delivering pallets of gardening stones or bricks onto street corners in these cities where they had organized uh, chaos, where, where they had planned riots, where they knew that they were going to do it? And that's exactly what they did. We had we had leftist rioters burn down police stations and are not even in jail right now. They're hunting down American citizens for the crime of traveling to Washington, D.C. Right. That's their crime. Uh, you know, not, and they're hunting down people who were present in the city. That's where we are. And your Paul is referring to January 6th, ladies and gentlemen. And, and, um, yeah, this, this great lie, this, this insurrectionist lie that we've allowed them to get away with. Well, I mean, we've allowed them to get away with it because we, we allowed our media to become the, the, you know, the, the propaganda wing for the Democrat party. Uh, and we, we have to accept some responsibility for that, Paul. Yeah, we have by to. continuing to support them. Yeah, we have to. We have to accept some responsibility for that, ladies and gentlemen. I've talked about it many times over the years. We continued to watch their garbage programs. We continued to refer to them as news. We continued to give them credibility that they don't deserve. We continue to send our kids to their universities. We continue to pay their exorbitant tuitions and borrow hundreds of thousands of dollars in many cases to do so. We continue to watch their movies and their nonsense. And we just say, oh, look at that crap. But we get past it because, well, the movie's good, right? And I'm guilty of that. We're, we're all guilty of that. We buy their music, Paul. You and I are playing guitar. We sometimes play their music, okay? So we're, well, I tell we you are what, guilty of this. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that we do is we call out this, you know, the – it saddens me, and I know we're kind of taking a right turn here, but it saddens me to see the the rock and roll heroes from my youth to become these these mealy mouth puke bag like mouthpieces for the state. <laughs> these puke bags is Alice Cooper, like like Mr. Rebel, you know, oh, I can schools think of, out forever. I can think of no better example telling than people Bruce to get their shots. <laughs> yeah, telling people to get their shots. Get your get your vaccine. You know, go out. Um, we're not going to take it. D. Snyder going out telling people that take it. that they can't <laughs> use this music and it, and if and if if they don't want to if they don't want to take their shot, they can go to a Ted Nugent concert instead. You know. Uh, that kind of nonsense. And, and, you know, people are like, oh, who cares? Well, if we don't call them out, and if we don't call they them win. out on their bull crap, they win. And we've allowed it to happen, Paul. We've only got about 40 seconds. Oh, are you man. optimistic about 2024? Well, here's what I'm going to tell you guys right now. Listeners, take control of the things you can take control of. Take control of your own family. Take control of your own community. Take control of your own life. And the, if you're not moving toward a state of independence, you're in, you're going the wrong direction. Uh, 
and I, I'd like, you know, a shameless plug. I'd love to train you guys. Uh, we've got a class coming up in Las Vegas. We've got one in Tennessee. We've got one in Texas and East Texas, uh, this spring. And then we've got a number of classes in Utah and Wyoming this summer. SOTGU.com, so, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Hey, Paul. Happy New Year, brother. Thank you for being here to wrap up your force on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. I appreciate it very much. Ladies and gentlemen, start your New Year's weekend. Enjoy it. Be safe. Happy New Year. We'll see you on the Sunday program, and we'll be back live for you on Wednesday next week. Enjoy your weekend. Build your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network.